0: Hi, everyone. Before we start today's podcast, I want to give a quick warning. For the first two minutes, minute and a half, the audio is a little messed up because my phone accidentally connected to Max's car speaker. And then we couldn't really wait to talk about this movie, obviously. So for the first 15 minutes, we're in a car, but you can still pretty clearly hear what we're saying. But if you don't want to listen to us sounding like we're maybe coming to you from a bunker, you can either skip the first minute or 15 minutes or none. That's up to you. So, yeah, here you go.
1: Welcome to the Dillweed Society film podcast. My name is Max, and my favorite movie is The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, my favorite movie is Shrek,
0: I Hi, my name is Isabella, and my favorite movie is... Inside the Right, team. What did we just
1: see? Literally just got out of the theater for Nope, the newest Jordan Peele feature. Jordan Peele. He made uh, his debut with the film Get Out, Get out and us. followed it up with the horror film Us. Coming to us again with a third film. I think they were a little mysterious about advertising what this movie was about.
0: Yeah. I think that was a good thing. I don't remember seeing much about it other than the Cloud, with the thing coming out of it, and so I think we're gonna have a section for spoilers. I think, but we'll get we're, we're gonna push it off a little bit because I don't think you should know much going to see this
1: movie. I agree.
0: But um, everyone said their initial thought.
1: What do you think, Teddy? Would you say when you came up to? Any three words. It was. I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I I enjoyed unfolding what the movie was about.
0: Yeah, I didn't know hardly anything before going into this. I actually like started listening to a different podcast, like talking about it, and I had to stop it because I was like, I don't want to know. But I knew that it was getting really good reviews. My friend, my roommate, to me that she really liked it, and uh, I didn't see us because I was I was too creeped out. But this movie also stars Daniel Kaluuya, who's in Get Out. Yes, um, and Kiki Palmer who I thought was great in this. I feel like I haven't seen her in so many years in like a movie. Anyway, so they play brother and sister in this movie. First off, I think their sibling dynamic was killer. Perfect. Yeah, it was great. I totally believed it. I don't know the actor who plays the, the tech guy. He was really good in this. I thought he was really funny. I laughed so much at the dialogue. Oh, okay. If we're talking about technical aspects of this film that we really liked, I loved the... um. The color palette of mm-hmm. the entire film, because it's set in on a ranch. We didn't say this. Basically, uh, Daniel Kluya and Kiki Palmer's characters are brother sister. They work on a farm, like a horse farm. Yeah. And they like rent out their horses for entertainment companies. And because they're like descendants of it was it's like the first animation.
1: Do all four legs of the horse get off the ground while it's galloping? That was like the the original reason why motion pictures were created really yes oh yeah so they set up 10 or 12 like uh, cameras along a track and like had them go off at the speed the horse was running yeah to see if all four of its legs ever went off the ground
0: Wow. Yeah. So they work on that farm with the horses, right? And something's something's afoot on the farm. You don't you're not exactly sure what, but you kinda of find out as the movie goes on. I don't wanna say anything.
1: Yeah. Is this the spoiler wall? Are we gonna No, not okay. yet, bro. Yeah. We
0: have so much to talk about. Yeah. First of all, if you're thinking about seeing this movie, see it because it's really fing cool. Anyway, the color grading is like this it's set in a desert, which is what I was getting at. So it's like tan and like uh, you know what I'm saying? Like the Everything, color sand. It's almost
1: like sepia. Like everything yeah. is skin tone, basically. Okay.
0: Everything on the screen is sepia, but there's no sepia filter because no. they have these accent colors of like very, like carnival rainbow right. that appears throughout the movie in their clothes, in the literal carnivals, in like the flags that they use. Like it shows up, so it's very I don't know. It like pulls you into the present, and I feel like it makes you very intrigued because when you're when you see a movie that's set in the West, you're typically thinking of like sepia tone. But it like throws you off, and you're like, okay, something's weird. Also, I love the settings of this movie too because I don't know. There's something about like old-timey, like small-town tourist traps that mm-hmm. really get me. I, I want to know more.
1: But it's not that far out of L. A. Is the thing, right? Like it's, it's like not, yeah, it's but, like in the um, the rural you know area, a little bit out of the city.
0: Yeah, but the what's it called? The little ranch thing that Stephen Young's character.
1: Yeah, the fake ranch. Yeah,
0: it's like a fake ranch. Like he's clearly
1: not like a cowboy. He's right. just like some It's a tourist trap. Child actor. who Yeah, it's a tourist trap.
0: Yeah, and I think that's like inherently a creepy setting.
1: It is creepy. For a movie? Yeah.
0: And uh I loved it.
1: Yeah. He he sort of explored that that feeling at the beginning of us. So you haven't seen us. No. Uh, but the beginning of us is at a <laughs> okay. A carnival. Um, it's at like a beach carnival, and the main character is a child who gets lost at it. That's like the first scene in us. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think that that was like, it, it's a very similar feeling to like being lost. The main character Daniel Kaluuya at the beginning of this movie when he's walking around that carnival, the like ranch, fake ranch place that Steven Yeun owns.
0: Well the intro scene to this is it's like the first scene. I don't know if it's
1: spoilers.
0: Shoot, do you have anything non spoiler to say yeah. before we go into
1: it? Um, on top of the three actors that we've talked about so far, I think Steven Yeun did a really good job in this movie. Yeah. I love him so much. I mean Minari in Minari, he is like perfect. Um, but he yeah, he in this was very fun to watch. Every single character, I think, really shines. Yeah. And it's it's so limited that Bro
0: that's f- Okay, I don't want to get into it too much, but... Oh, have, is this the cutoff?
1: Have, okay, yeah, I think that that's it. So go see the movie, I would say, and then come back and listen to us talk about it. It is one of those movies that I would say is a lot more fun to watch, I would guess, without knowing anything about it than knowing a lot about it. It's not super scary.
0: It's a little scary, but, like, it's not... It's like, not a horror I, I, I hate horror, and I was able to watch it. It's so. less scary than Get Out. Bro, but the other character I was going to mention was the cinematographer. I noticed, like, throughout the film, there was this theme of, like, wanting to get the perfect shot. I mean, that's the entire plot point of the second half of the movie is, like, they're trying to get the perfect shot of this UFO. Yeah. And so there's that guy that comes on the ranch with the helmet. Anyway, 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 we'll get into that in a second. But the movie starts out with the monkey scene.
1: You remember that? I remember. Yeah. yeah. It starts well, it starts out with the audio over the like universal logo. <gasps>
0: that's true. It
1: has the audio from that scene in it. From yeah. what is it, Gordy's World?
0: Yeah, Gordy's something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Gordy's house or something like that. Uh and you're like, what is going on? Is this like is this family ties? Like. It was like hard to I knew it was some 80s TV show because that's right. what it sounded like. Yeah. They did a really good job of making it seem like yeah. a show that... Like, that could have existed. Like,
0: Yeah.
1: It, I thought I heard... The line
0: delivery was great.
1: I agree. And the, the audio processing. And also the cinematography in those flashbacks. Like, it looks very 70s. It reminds me a little bit of the cinematography for the French Dispatch. But that one... The third act of the French Dispatch with uh, the guy who's supposed to be James Baldwin. Okay. Like, all of that has color grading that makes it feel very 80s. Because okay. I think they were either using film that was used prevalently in the 1980s, or they just like tried to recreate that. Um, And they did the same thing in this for those flashbacks. But yeah, it starts out with basically just a a frame of a monkey covered in blood, uh, leaning over a limp child's body.
0: Well, okay, so we don't see much, but we come to, like, from that first shot, we get one thing. We get the idea that this monkey, or this chimpanzee went went eight you know what I mean like it, like it killed everyone yeah and then we learned that Stephen Young's character as a child worked on that show and he remembers seeing that so we're seeing
1: it from his perspective and there's this this thing that they that they don't tell you but they show you which is that this is the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to him and he yeah. can't tell anybody that he was traumatized by it
0: like, when they come to, uh, meet with him later, 20 minutes into the movie, Kiki Palmer's character is like pressing him to be like, okay, but what actually happened? Like, I'm, I, don't, I don't really understand. He's like, ah, oh, well, that SNL skit really got it spot on. Like, he can't bring himself to actually say what happened.
1: But when she brings it up, he flashes back to yeah. the experience.
0: But he kept the shoe. Right. Also, that was so creepy, how is it was standing up like that? Right. What was
1: that? I think that it was... I think that... Uh, every single Jordan Peele movie has all of these, like, thematic connections between the different story arcs. Yeah. Um, and I think that the shoe standing up is kind of... It's it's relating to the intelligence of animals, mm. you know? Or, like, their ability to do things which are superhuman. Yeah. Um, Because even... Yeah. This girl's shoe is like standing on on its toe and or on a, its heel.
0: There's a spot of blood on the shoe, and it's pointed directly at Stephen character as a child.
1: Right, and this exploration of animals and their intelligence and their their superhuman abilities is sort of hinted at through that. But it's all it's very. I don't think that it has one meaning, the shoe. Because there's mm-hmm. also... The shoe is sort of reminiscent of an eye staring at you. That's the, what I was
0: thinking. With the blood?
1: With the blood. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there's probably a lot of different things.
0: So, like, throughout the movie... It's basically just, like, a like a horror sequence. Like, where things happen. Like, a few more things happen. And then you're like, okay, what's their mission? And their mission is to get the perfect shot. Mm-hmm. And because they have these connections through their like great 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 grandfather they're able to meet up with this famous cinematographer who was working on the shoot that was like the first shoot that daniel lewis character was at. right you know what else noticed though about her speech that she gives at that thing
1: yeah What what did
0: you notice okay so later in the movie she's watching back a tape of her father doing that exact same speech and he says great great grandfather because it's his great-great-grandfather and so she's repeating exactly the same words that he says but she forgets one more great because it's her like it's one more she's his she's daughter imitating him. she's yeah. imitating him and he just passed away so she's like so connected to her father i think there's something else about like something else about grief i don't we, we're not really uh clued into what happened to their mom no. really or even their relationship with their father but I don't know. I think maybe there's something there.
1: I'd like to explore that more. The second scene of the movie is the father dying.
0: Yeah. Right. he's on the farm and he gets hit by a nickel. Who's on the nickel? Is it... Thomas Jefferson. Is Jefferson on the nickel?
1: I'm pretty sure Thomas Jefferson is on the nickel.
0: Or was it a quarter?
1: It was a nickel, definitely. Okay. Because it was only five cents, and I was like, imagine getting killed by five cents. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um But... But they say that it, it had fallen out of a plane and hit him in the face. In the eye. In yeah. the eye, right. And killed him. Killed him. I'm so glad that, like, the that reveal at, in the middle of the movie when you realize, oh my God, it didn't fall out of a plane.
0: Or even a UFO.
1: Or a UFO. It fell out of, like... A mouth. A mouth, right. Yeah, that's when they, freaking... When the key falls on... Um, The banister outside the house, and then a quarter... Or a nickel falls right next to it. Yeah. And then it just, like, cuts away. I think that was, like... For everyone who hasn't gotten it already, this is... I'm just showing you. You were lied to. I think...
0: Part of it, like, at a certain point felt like Jordan Peele had an interaction with a cinematographer who was really snobby. And he's compa- he's contrasted to the TMZ reporter who would literally, as he's dying, he's like, give me my camera, give me my camera. Take a picture so like of that, Which I thought was a little, it was a little on the nose, I would say. Yeah, it was I very angry. Like, I get it. I thought it was funny, mm-hmm. you know. Um, this funny, like, caricature of a cinematographer is like, he's like going up on the mountain, he's willing to die for the shot.
1: And they didn't even
0: did they even get the No video? because he swallowed it whole. Exactly. Yeah, which is why at the end she has to use the freaking well that we saw earlier to take the photo. Yeah. To get the shot.
1: That, no one would actually believe would believe that that was the shot. That like that what? was
0: What Why? It's cuz it's not
1: video and it's it's
0: but it's okay, you know what I did notice though? It's a sequence. Of photos, It's stop motion, like her great-grandfather's yeah. on the horse. That's oh, so my true. God. That's yeah, so it was true. like, if you play those in a sequence, it would be like what they've based their entire career on. Oh,
1: and also, the original horse video, they don't mention this in the movie, but i the original horse video was, like, investigating an animal, investigating mm. animal behavior to see what, what animals do. Right. And that's, like, the end of this movie, too, is, like, yeah. what is this... What is this monster doing? Right. Um, we didn't mention. Um, it, it's a it's a alien movie. It's an yeah. Alien... If you
0: haven't gotten that, well, you've probably seen you it. Probably,
1: I di- hopefully, hopefully you've, seen, you've it. seen
0: this movie so you understand that it's a, a UFO slash alien movie.
1: Yeah.
0: What Where, did you say? You were explaining the scenes.
1: Oh, I was I was just going through. Yeah, like what happened? Yeah. What happened in the movie and what we were talking about about how comedic it is. Like Teddy and I. Teddy does not laugh very often. Teddy's our our brother. For anyone listening, you might he have
0: heard know, him honestly. a little bit in the pod.
1: <laughs> He's no longer in the room. But Teddy was like laughing at that scene. I Which think one it was, when she was performing? When she, no, when the woman was like, uh, "Your name's OJ." Mm-hmm. Like,
0: <laughs> right. Even the fact that he made his name OJ. Jordan Peele wrote this and was like, "You know, it'd be funny if we made his name OJ because <laughs> his name is Otis Jr. because his dad's name's Otis." Right. Because because at the end, they're like, they literally say like, oh, O.J.'s making a run for it, you know? Because <laughs> you get used to them saying like, his name's O.J. Because we, you know, whenever everyone says his name, since that name, we know, like, you know who we think of, so.
1: Right.
0: What else does that, what else happens in that scene?
1: Uh, oh, the horse.
0: so we get to learn what like sets animals off is like seeing themselves in a reflection.
1: Mm-hmm. Or
0: seeing other people look them in the eye, you know?
1: right those are the two things that like get the horse really riled up and no one's like respecting the horse in that scene or him or him
0: they're like roll it like they don't even treat him like a human
1: he asks her to step away from the horse yeah. and she responds Which they told me name. to be here
0: they told me to be here and what's his name and he's like lucky and she's like is he is he and he's trying to get his sister's attention from across the room and then the horse does a freak out
1: yeah yeah and that's the first title card we get it was right before that. Okay,
0: so let's talk a little bit about the title, the title cards, cards, because I was very confused. Because at first, they were the horse's name, the chimp's name.
1: And I thought at okay. first that it was, like, any... It was always someone who died.
0: Then they also do that with um, the the chimpanzee.
1: Mm-hmm. And the, the chimp does die at the end the of chimp- that scene. The
0: chimp does die, yes. But it's killed by a human, we assume. Mm-hmm. Like, shot in the back by a gun. I don't know, like... It split up the movie in a really weird way. I was like, I don't... How would it be without the title cards, you know? Like, what's their purpose?
1: Right. The thing that they're reminiscent of is the movie from last year, The Power of the Dog, right? And the thing that I think they do similarly is that they serve to create little vignettes within the, the larger story. All of the story is connected, but each of the vignettes is, like, a chapter, essentially.
0: That's what I got, like... The thinking, but Power of the Dog was a book first, and so maybe this was just like written as a book, kind of.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think they function similarly, don't you?
0: Yeah, and yeah, f-
1: and they serve as a lead in for this pacing thing that I didn't want to talk about pr- before the spoiler wall, mm-hmm. which is that like I did not know what this movie was trying to do for like the majority of it, and I was just having a good time watching it, yeah, you know. Like, I don't, it's only until the last act of the movie, probably the last um 45 minutes, 40 minutes that you actually they have a goal in mind
0: that's true yeah
1: and i was like oh so they're just like exploring it it really takes its time and mm-hmm. doesn't give them like a desire which they're chasing after for the whole movie it's more like exploratory and i thought that that was yeah. really it was a a breath of fresh air yeah in in movies that often beat you over the head with like this thing is so important
0: right yeah, like, we don't really understand the importance of why they need... It's not, like, in the forefront of this movie. They they say, like, they'll get money from getting this money shot. And then they're like, we can't leave because then someone else will just come in and take it. Like, we have to be the ones to get this shot. Like, that's not... That's just, like, a throwaway line. Like, it's not their main intentions. Like, I feel like for the, for the majority of the film, like, starting out, we're just learning about these characters and, like eerie things happen like you know this is a f- horror film because you know it's Jordan Fe- Peele film and but it's building up the suspense because you're just getting to know your, these characters getting to know their backstories but also there's always something weird that happens right and I think the fact that Steven Young's character like runs this tourist trap about UFOs like I don't know
1: so did he did Steven Young know about the alien
0: that's what i was trying to figure out i was like maybe maybe he
1: he's been feeding it
0: he's been all the horses
1: that he's been buying from uh from oj
0: right and then they found the source but why didn't he say anything like he wasn't really acting strange
1: he wasn't recording it and publishing it he was i don't know
0: he was using it to get customers yeah so i guess there's that but
1: i think he definitely was because when when they first see the alien it's it's during a show at night Mm. remember
0: yes that's true okay yeah so he must have been feeding this alien
1: and that's why it like keeps coming back to this one place is because he was continually feeding it
0: that's okay so at the show at the end he's like he sa- accidentally says over his microphone he's like they're early and then uh, his, yeah. his wife is like oh they're giving a, a real show today like she corrected him and would be like go with it like these are unpredictable like and then he says uh, t- uh, trained animals are unpredictable <sighs> he says that and that's it's like true. he's talking about both the UFO and the horse that and the monkey the, and the monkey oh my god that's like the
1: thesis of the film Yes, it's like the trained animals are unpredictable
0: Mhm. Trained animals are still animals.
1: You can see the fear, you know, when it's like Tiger King. It's like Tiger King. That no. I just, no I'm just <laughs> <I> <laughs> um, but you can see the fear in his eyes when it doesn't go according to plan. When the alien shows up a little early, of course, he still thinks that they are that it's a ship. Right. Ooh. Yeah, we should talk about the design.
0: Of the alien... Okay. I was like, it makes sense. Like, walking out of the theater, Teddy was like, I believe in aliens. I'm like, yeah, it just makes sense. Like, why would we think that they would be in a ship form? Why wouldn't they just be an alien that's shaped like a disc? Like, you know what I mean? It's shaped like what we understand as a UFO. But its entire body is just an alien. Yeah. It's a giant monster.
1: Like, I guess, how is it flying Is a is a big question. And it also makes it seem more likely that it's not an alien but some like terrestrial animal that is just really good at hiding itself hmm you know
0: it feels like a giant stingray that can fly through air yeah that's what it feels like i like, love how the, it
1: had skin
0: i had skin and the end when it went into its full form at the end it was so beautiful like it really was like, like it was like fabric in the wind and it it looked honestly like heavenly you know
1: uh, angelic yeah
0: yeah the fact that his name was Angel, can we t- Oh my god, I don't know what that means, but his name was Angel, the tech guy.
1: Oh, the tech guy's name was Angel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I thought he was really funny.
1: I thought he was really funny too. The way that he was like spying on them cuz he just it's believed like, in aliens.
0: <laughs> he was spying. And then also when he gets there, like I was I was kind of mentioning before like throughout the first half of the film there's like weird things that happen but are just like you brush them off as normal. Yeah and he like immediately screams when he gets out of the freaking vehicle at the ranch and he's just like oh guys i'm sorry god i just got got out of a long-term relationship (laughs) and then he just like screams like really loud and they're like dude what don't
1: do that that. you don't live here (laughs) don't do that
0: (laughs) and uh yeah i thought it was really funny but it's like all these like little things that keep piling up that it's just a little bit strange you know
1: yeah that's so true yeah it's and it's not strange enough and it doesn't put a pin on it enough for it to be like something worth talking about yeah which really gives the characters more time to be friendly or like to to develop themselves yeah and their relationships with each other without like having something that they're stressed about or that they're like obsessed with for plot reasons he's such a good writer
0: he really is like i'm I cannot stress his impact on, like, the horror genre, I think. Or the thriller genre. What else in the movie? Okay, so after we understand Stephen Gillen's character and we see his flashback with Gordy... Mm-hmm.
1: We see the final, the full experience, the Gordy experience. Like, the the full Yeah, we scene.
0: do see the full scene. But it's still pretty shielded, I think. I don't know what it says about Gordy, like, reaching out
1: trying to fist bump him at the end
0: yeah like i don't know
1: yeah like does gordy understand it looks like gordy doesn't understand what he's doing
0: yeah it does because he like kicks the girl's foot and is like are you asleep right when he just literally
1: like knocked it, her head her off. Face
0: off but she's still alive because she was at the end bro That was. So i was gross. like how is she still alive i mean it was gross what gordy did i feel bad for her
1: yeah no it's just, yeah it's like
0: it's just like scary because she's like her half her face is torn off, but yeah. it's still healed, and it's like creepy. Yeah, yeah.
1: Crazy that she, she gets like one, she gets two scenes, and mm-hmm. in both of them, she gets eaten by like an animal. <laughs>
0: Bad luck. Bad yeah. Luck.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So we see the entire Gordy thing. You know what I was thinking about though, mm-hmm. like in a lot of horror films with like, like something that you're not allowed to look at, right? You typically, like I would think like you never, you never see it with the camera because the camera is like the body of the audience put into the film. Like this film doesn't shy away from like showing you what it looks like, you Mm -hmm. know, like it builds up to it, but you do see, like you see the insides of it. You you know, I was just thinking about how like we're getting the money shot. You know what I mean? Like we see the money shots throughout the film that they're trying to get before they get them. And I don't know if that was a good or bad thing, but I don't know. It's interesting.
1: Do you think, that that is, like, emphasized in the film? Or that that's something that we're supposed to... or that you're intended to take away from it?
0: I don't know. I was just thinking about it because we we could see so clearly the alien and, like...
1: Like, we see what they never get to see, which is that yeah. it's it's literally eating, eating. people. Yeah. yeah.
0: And oh my god, when you can hear their screams when it's like over you, I thought like the suspense building and the fact that it like throws up on the house. It's that like it was such raining a cool. Blood. It was raining blood. It was such a cool shot. So cool. Oh, and we didn't mention when the when the kids who worked at Stephen Young's ranch like went to go scare. <laughs> o j and then oh my God, that was like really scary at first because they're trying to look like aliens, but they they play a prank on the neighbor because they're just little kids, and he grabs his phone and he starts recording them, you know mm-hmm. what I mean like that's something that I was thinking about. I was like, why can't they just grab their phone? Oh, because it turns off.
1: It turns off all of the electricity near them.
0: Oh my God, that's another thing. okay, so I thought it was such a creative move to have those like what do you those like car stand things? You know, like at, that they have at car dealerships.
1: Oh, the like the blow up people. The blowout that people. like wave in the wind.
0: I don't know what they're called. But they set those up all across the ranch to see when the power goes out. Yeah. That was such a good way to show that. Yeah. You know? It's so creative.
1: Right.
0: And it adds like a pop of colour. Like I don't know, I loved
1: it. It made for a really memorable, like visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of the yeah. Movie. Like I could I could totally imagine seeing like a like a big field with a bunch of those like vertical lines mm-hmm. and being like, oh that's a reference to
0: nope yeah to
1: nope exactly like it's, it's and
0: and the and the flags coming out of the cloud i mean <laughs> that's the poster for this movie but like it's such a beautiful visual i think it's, it's eerie enough but it's also intriguing enough to make you want to be like what is that
1: right it's unique it's like it has a good like outline to it mm-hmm. yeah it's just very striking
0: how many times in this movie did they say the title <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, I said the title while watching the movie. Because, like, that's kind of the joke with it. It's like, you see something like that, you're like, no, nope. like, stay away. Like, no, nope, that's not for me. But they did say it quite a few times to the, to the point where I was like, mm, like, maybe you shouldn't have said that. I
1: don't know. There were a couple lines where it was, like, a little corny like that. Mm-hmm. There was um, <laughs> There was the one that's like, you're not saying what I think you're saying. Oh, yeah, 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 That's, like, one of the, like, um, guys, it's right behind it's me. It's right it? <laughs> behind me, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a little cheesy, but, like...
1: I, overall, um, the characters felt super real. Like, the sibling yeah. dynamic felt very sibling, real. Sibling,
0: you, you know, you could really feel, feel that at the end, too, because they need to, like, they use that beginning flashback of them when they sell her horse or whatever. He, as a child, looks at her as a child, and it's, like...
1: Like I see you, yeah, I see yeah. you
0: motion, and they do that at the end. They call back to it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, how sweet. They have to like just trust each other, and then when he shows up at the freaking r- the carnival, mm-hmm. and he's like the this the dust passes. Wait. What? What? Whoa, 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 go ahead. What?
1: OJ OJ Simpson was in a a bronco when he was driving yeah, away I from know. the police. It's the
0: bronco chase. Yeah, I know. So he's, like on- he's on a bronco. <laughs> And he's running away. Dude, that's what I was saying. I was like, OJ's on a r- making a run for it.
1: I didn't get the, that other connection Yeah, though, but he was on a Bronco. <laughs>
0: Bruh. <laughs> All for a stupid joke. It's a pun like, that like, nobody, a pun half the people
1: aren't going to get. That...
0: No, I think people get it, but it's also like, you know, <laughs> I don't know.
1: I mean, I wouldn't have gotten it if we hadn't had this discussion, the Bronco connection. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And especially because yeah, it was like 25 years ago.
0: True.
1: Jordan oh. Peele must have been like like 15 when that happened
0: really how old is he
1: less than 50
0: yeah but it was in the 90s right yeah okay so i'm guessing he was born in 82 so he might have been like 10 12 yeah but that's like your formative years you know you remember that mm-hmm. oh, that was funny yeah what's her name in the movie i can't even remember oh it's um I can, like, hear him, like, calling her name from across. the just an E. What's what's her name? Her name... I never know anyone's names in movies, and it's uh, kind of... It's like,
1: like oh, yeah, oh, Kiki Palmer. Kiki,
0: oh, yeah, Kiki Palmer. I wouldn't know his name. Emerald. Oh, yeah, Emerald. yeah, yeah. I knew it started with the freaking E, bro. I can hear him, like, M, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. What was um, Stephen Young's name?
1: I don't remember. I liked his outfit, though. His, <laughs> Is
0: cowboy it's there?
1: very like retro it's like a, a person trying to look like a cowboy because it's not even it's not yeah. even california cowboy attire it's like texas cowboy attire he's wearing yeah. a bolo tie he's clearly like someone who grew up in california who's playing the character of a cowboy right yeah yeah
0: I, in my brain, when I was watching this movie, I was like, don't look up, don't look up. And I'm like, this is literally don't, look, don't up. look up. It's don't look up. It's, but it's like, don't look up. It's don't look up. Don't look up sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and this is like, literally. Like, I. this could be called don't look up. Bro, the synopsis for this movie is, uh, it says, residents in a lonely gulch of inland California bear witness to an uncanny, chilling discovery. It's very...
1: They don't want you to know. They don't
0: want you to know. Like it's that's part of it, and I think that's great. And the tagline for this movie is "What's a bad miracle?" (laughs) Do we ever find out what happens to their mom?
1: No, she's never mentioned.
0: There's a picture of her on the wall that uh, Emerald looks at.
1: Oh, huh? Yeah, I don't think we ever do. What were the names of the uh, horses again?
0: Lucky was one of them. Yeah. Trigger was one.
1: Trigger was the first one to get caught.
0: Trigger was the first one to get got. And then I think the horses, I think all the names in this have like some type of meaning though. Yeah. So, um, okay. So these these are the chapter
1: names. Okay. So the
0: chapter names are in order, Ghost, which is the first horse, I think. The white horse that just
1: disappears in the middle of the night.
0: (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. It's like a ghost. Lucky, which gets lucky because he survives. Mm -hmm. Uh, Clover, Gordy, and Jean Jacket.
1: So Gordy is the...
0: Gordy is the, the monkey. monkey. The
1: then, monkey who gets killed by a human. Like, they're all getting abducted or killed by something that's smarter than they are. Or that's, like, more, more powerful than they well, are. Well,
0: what do you think about, like, the death of the big monster at the end? Like...
1: Does it die?
0: It got blown up.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it died. But
0: I feel like it's hard for me to believe that it died because, you know, it's an alien, you know?
1: Right, exactly. How
0: could getting blown up hurt an alien? It's like, yeah. Um, But it gets killed by, it's like a giant blow-up balloon of, uh, like, a cowboy. That's, like, winking and pointing, like, a finger gun at him. And that's, like, it's so kitschy. And then (laughs) it eats it and blows up. It was very beautiful, though. I will say, like, for the amount of talk in this movie about hating cinematographers, I don't know, the cinematographer did a really good job (laughs) in this movie. I think Jordan Peele is, like, likes to poke fun at people in the industry. Yeah. Good, good on him for doing that because, you know, it takes a lot lot of guts. There's a lot to make fun of. Yeah, I know. And like the making fun of the TMZ reporters too. And there's something about like reporter reporters that they're talking about in this movie too. Because at the end, even when like right after it explodes, Emerald is like laying next to the well, right? Right. And she's like all distressed, and we see a bunch of reporters come up
1: come up and like try to yeah record yeah. her from over so the so there's something line.
0: about like that need to take photos that need to like get the shot to like record to something other, yeah to show it to other people and the fact that this monster turns off the the ability for you to do that <gasps> and human's connection to mm-hmm. that like it's kind of like taking that away from people it's,
1: yeah and yeah not wanting to be viewed the monster doesn't want to be seen Mm-hmm. it doesn't want to be watched and it, it stops people from recording it and that but they're trying to record it against it right. its, own will. its own
0: will yeah it doesn't even want to be looked at if you look at it it will go after you there's something so human about seeing something weird in the sky and looking at it because whenever you like hear stories about ufos you're like oh look up there's a ufo like we're gonna look up at it and we're not gonna look away mm-hmm. um so there's something about monsters going after you that you for doing
1: that that's really um it's like yeah thematically really good it's a lot less scary than his other two movies
0: it's a lot more gory i would say but it's not it's not really that scary
1: not than not than us
0: yeah i didn't i didn't see us
1: i think that us was like where where get out was like a thriller and us was a horror movie this was more of like an alien like storm chasers like type thing Mm -hmm. you know like, there was scary stuff in it that happened, but I don't think that any of it was, like, terrifying or intended, or that terrifying the audience was a goal of the movie. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it can it can have been, because, like, they didn't lean into, like, music as a form of fear mm-hmm. in this movie very much. Yeah. Um, the only, the, the worst thing that they did in terms of audio, uh, in term like, scaring people, was cutting out the audio before like frightening moments.
0: Yeah, or like they'll use the audio as like a very loud thing that'll scare you and it'll startle you because you're so used to the quietness. Right. Like the, the radio in that guy's car goes off. For a second I was like are they going to use the car as a decoy because I didn't understand entirely how the monster worked uh, at that point and I was like, "Oh, are they going to is it attracted to sound?" Like mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. The entire movie though, I was like okay this monster shuts off technology it shuts off the internet and like it shuts off your availability to electricity they're on a horse farm when are they gonna start riding some horses <laughs> and i'm so glad that that was in the finale you know what i mean like yeah it was a horse and a motorcycle like in rr what is it in rr is it uh, is it also a horse and a motorcycle it's also
1: a horse and a motorcycle Bro,
0: connections anyway
1: <sighs> unbeatable duo horse unbeatable. and motorcycle
0: Do you have any other things to say about...
1: Nope. I'm sure that I will come up with a lot of other things to say in the next week. Yeah, But as it is now, do do you have anything else to say?
0: I don't think so. Go see this movie. If you've listened to this entire podcast and you haven't seen it, it's going to be still good. You know, it's it's a fun watch. And I think it's going to be up for quite a few things.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's a really enjoyable light horror movie if you can imagine that
0: yeah it's like
1: it's not going to leave you devastated
0: nope
1: the way that (laughs) i just said the title (laughs) sorry the Uh, way that like his other movies do or the way that like a normal horror movie would right
0: it's very it's very i think a lot of people are hating on this a little bit because of they expect so much of jordan peele and want like major commentary out of his movies but i'm like let the man just make a fun horror movie you know like and i think he's he says what he wants to say in this movie and but his writing carries through. Like, it works. He's just a really talented writer. And I think especially with horror movies. So, go see this movie. Max, did you, did you give this a rating?
1: I think that I would give this four stars.
0: Okay. Out of five? Yeah. Out of five?
1: Yeah. I When I walked out, I thought three and a half. But I think I would give it four. Bro. Yeah. Okay. I, I like it more the more I think about it. Yeah. What, what would you give it?
0: I was in between four and a half and a five. But I'm, I haven't, I've only seen this movie once, so I'm going to give it to four and a half. Um, but I thought it was fun, enjoyable. I was smiling most of the time. I had my eyes, like, covered, half-covered. But <laughs> I laughed a lot. I loved the color palette. It was beautiful to watch. Yeah. I don't know. I really like it. I would see it again, I, you
1: know? I should probably see it again before the award season comes up
0: yeah i think it would definitely benefit from a double watch yeah
1: um
0: but yeah that's that's nope
1: that's nope Um, go see it go see it
0: hi everyone i wanted to remind you all that our website is being updated with information about new movies coming out and our podcast episodes you can also read about how to become associate to nominate and vote on movies this year remember the ceremony's in february but nominations and voting starts december through january of course if you're associate you'll be emailed reminders of those dates and all the information you could ever need but you can find us at delvis at dillweed society on twitter and instagram please get in contact with us if you want to be featured on the pod through our email dillweed at gmail.com and feel free to share the pod with your film friends or give us feedback we'd love to hear from you if you're listening on spotify you can give us a rating if you'd like or write a review on apple pods but we thank you dearly from the bottom of our hearts for simply listening and being a part of this with us now back to the pod yeah what
1: would you give his other movies
0: well i've only ever seen get out
1: Okay. What would you What would you give? Get a uh,
0: five. I think I've already rated it a five. I
1: think it's a five movie. Yeah, it's yeah. Every, I think everyone.
0: It's like one of the top rated movies on Let it Rocks.
1: It's like Parasite. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like it's perfect.
1: You should watch Us. It's very scary. I would not watch it if you're going to be alone in a house anytime soon. Yeah. But um, yeah. I really enjoyed it.
0: Dang, Jordan Peele's filmography is three.
1: It's only three, and it's like three bangers. Yeah. I really like Contrapointses video on envy she talks about us in it and she she does like an analysis of envy through us uh that i think was the best like analysis or use of that movie for societal analysis that i've that i've seen yeah yeah True. i think that it's it's worth watching just for that reason did i really say that my favorite movie is the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie
0: no you didn't say that i did
1: say that earlier no you
0: didn't
1: at the beginning of this
0: you said, Hi my name is
1: Max, my favorite movie is Teenage Mutant. I didn't
0: even hear what you said. <laughs> do you really like that movie? No. I've never even seen that movie. It's been a
1: long time since I've seen it.
0: Bruh.
1: I didn't I was like, Oh god, we're recording already. I need to say a movie and it was the first thing that I came know. into my
0: head. I was like trying to think like, well, I have so many favorite movies. Um so I'm gonna we're I think we're gonna go for two T V shows again for recommendations because <laughs> 'Cause we're running running low. Mm-hmm. Um I watched the TV show the P- uh, the Pursuit of Love with Andrew Scott and Lily ja- Lily, what's her name? Lily James. Lily James. It's actually like not a great show, but it has some interesting. Like I was intrigued. It's a period piece and that's not really my thing. It intrigued it's only 3 episodes. It's on Amazon. Maybe someone who likes period pieces more would find it more interesting. But it does have Andrew Scott and I love Andrew Scott, so yeah. Pretty good.
1: I am giving an unqualified recommendation for Our Flag Means Death, directed by Taika Waititi. This is a pirate TV show based on a true story of Steed Bonnet, the Gentleman Pirate, and his friendship with Blackbeard. It is incredibly funny, the first episode alone will hook you, or you'll know at least if you want to watch it, seeing like an incompetent pirate attempt to uh, not get killed by mutiny and also learn to become a, a good pirate, is a lot of fun, and the characters are enjoyable to watch. I totally recommend it.
0: So, what's up, Teddy? What? Give us your thoughts. Yeah, what'd you, know? what you think? Give it a rating out? out of five. Out of five. Okay, Teddy's doing an interpretive dance. Hey, <laughs> I think that uh, interpretive dance speaks for itself. Yeah. I think that was a five out of five for Teddy. It must have been. Teddy likes horror, though.
1: He does. He, his favorite movie is, uh, Oh, Hereditary. Hereditary. He That's Hereditary. his favorite movie. Yeah.
0: No, he just loves to bring it up to mom because <laughs> it scares her. <laughs> I can't believe he got her to watch that movie. I
1: know. Find us on our socials. You know, you know the drill.
0: Have you heard the podcast, dude? I always put a middle segment. There's a middle segment in there and I'm like, why would here's I listen to you...
1: my own voice? Why would I listen? That's
0: what I'm saying, bro.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, thank you so much that... for listening.
0: Okay. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, go see no.
1: Nope. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs>